Hello, you're listening to Defiant Optimism, the inspiring podcast from Smiley Movement, where we talk to extreme fundraisers, the people who go above and beyond to raise money and awareness for important causes. I'm Amy, your host. I'm the chief editor here at Smiley Movement, and I'm always amazed by the insane challenges some people do to give back. So today my guest is Yvonne Booth, who designed and created the annual 10 in 10 challenge in 2010 in response to her husband Duncan's diagnosis with multiple sclerosis at the age of 39. So the 10 in 10 challenge is an event to climb 10 mountains in 10 hours and raise money for MS Society UK in the Lake District. Um, every year since creating the challenge, Avon has um, organised it and lots of people have taken part, raising in total more than £650,000 for the charity. So welcome, Avon. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. So I've just given a bit of a snapshot overview there of the 10 in 10 challenge. I know you've completed it yourself and now you're committed to sort of organising it and helping people get through it. Did you want to just start by going back to the very beginning and talk a bit about how this challenge started and what gave you the idea to set it up? Okay, yeah. Well, my husband Duncan um, was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis at the age of 39. Um, Basically, we just got married and, well, we'd been married a few years. We'd had um, two of our children. Our third child was on the way. And uh, it was such a um, a shock um, diagnosis that uh, for about six months or so, we just we simply didn't know what to do with ourselves. We were in so much shock and very sad and uh, we cried a lot. And, and then suddenly kind of came to me, you know, we were both very uh, fit, um, healthy um, young people looking forward to our lives with the children, you know, hoping that they'd follow in our footsteps and enjoy the fells like we do and I thought, you know, we, we can't just sit back now and let the children's lives, you know, be kind of tainted by this. We need to, to do something really positive. Um, and, and I think at that point I got the strength from I was, you know, walking on the fells still. And, you know, I started running up the fells out of kind of sheer maybe anger, I don't know, and frustration at Dunk's diagnosis. Um, and then it kind of came to me that, you know, if I can start running up fells and, you know, you know, why don't why don't we do something really positive to show the children that life goes on? Um, you know, maybe try and raise some money and hopefully one day find a cure for, the, you know, such a horrible disease that affects so many people. Um, yeah. And as soon as we, you know, I started talking to people about the idea and, you know, I didn't want to kind of do something that was just oh, well, let's raise a little bit of money and then just leave it. We, you know, we, we wanted it to be something that could grow, um, something that would develop with the children, with ourselves. And, you know, the journey has continued now for over 10 years um, of fundraising. So, yeah, that's where it started. It started from a very, very difficult time, a very difficult place um, and the need to kind of fight back and make sure that the children didn't grow up in a sad household, really. Um, and you know, make sure that they knew that you know whatever life throws at you, you do the best you can to uh, stay as positive as possible. And I, and I think that's what we we did, but we never expected things to be going this far and this for this long. So yeah. And what was Duncan's reaction to you coming up with this idea of doing this challenge? Obviously, going through such a hard time, and then you having this realization that you could do something. Um, how did he, what did he think about that? 
Well, you see, at the time, it was early diagnosis for Duncan, so he was still um, able to come on the fells a little bit with me. Um, I think in the very beginning, he managed to walk five of the peaks. Um, So it was a real huge positive focus for him to take his mind off what could potentially happen with MS and all the worry that's surrounding um, the unpredictability of the disease. So for him, it was a a real distraction. And I think, you know, it wasn't just my idea, you know, a few of us got together all my friends, you know, we're very lucky where we live in the Lake District in Keswick. We've, We've got a really amazing community of friends and family. And you know, it, the the concept developed and Duncan was kind of pretty much overwhelmed by the fact that so many people wanted to do something positive in support of Dunk, really, because, you know, it shouldn't happen to anybody. And it's it, it's uh, it was a sad time. So, yeah, that support and that encouragement just made him really positive. And, and, and that's why we've carried on for so long, I think, because each year, um, Duncan does a challenge that he's he's capable of that pushes his limits. Um, he's swam ten lakes, which is quite crazy. He's climbed the Old Man of High. Um, he's 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 uh, he's done all sorts of different challenges, um, and he keeps going um, no matter how hard things get. And the challenges do adapt um, with his developing MS. So. Um, but it, it still gives him something to, to work on and focus on. Um, and at the same time, raising lots of money for charity, which obviously is the whole point to help raise, you know, raise awareness and, and one day hopefully find that cure. And it's amazing that he can get involved with these challenges in his own way and sort of get involved with that. Just thinking back to when you came up with this concept of 10 in 10, how how did that come about? Ten mountains in ten hours. I mean, it's it's not something you'd do on a random weekend. It's quite a big sort of challenge. Yeah, I think it is. It is a big challenge, and and I think you know life is a big challenge for lots of people. And when when I originally came up with the idea, you know, I'll be honest, me and my friends, we you know we don't think much of you know we do go out in the fells and always have you know I, I've grown up going out with my dad in the hills and you know. For us, it isn't a huge ordeal. It's still a big challenge, and that's what we wanted to do because, if you know, you want people to really set their mind to something and, and train for it and, and really feel like they've achieved at the end of it. Um, and I wanted to, to go big and, you know, raise lots of money, and I felt, well, you know, walking a walk in the park or something easy just doesn't command, you know, the the hard work and effort. And I think if people are going to put their mind to something, they may as well go big. Um, because, you know, every day is a huge battle for people with disabilities. Um, and, you know, all we're doing one day a year is walking over 10 mountains. You know, if you've got legs, if you're capable, and, you, you know, you don't have any problems, then give it a go. Because, you know, it, it's a challenge that we set up that anybody can do. Yes, people need to train, but... Um, you know if you put your mind to it like lots of people have people that haven't been up mountains before have trained and, and done the 10 in 10 and I think that's why it's so popular is that um, you know it's it's amazing seeing those people coming in after 10 hours having achieved so much and they never thought in a million years they'd be able to do one mountain never mind 10 um, so so yeah it, it does sound scary 10 peaks but it 
it is doable if you put your mind to it and I think that's what our message is really of hope and you know just keep moving forward if you can. And obviously your role each year is to, I mean, you're organising the, the event and you said sometimes you take part in some peaks, but you have done the full 10 in 10 challenge um, in itself. It's a long way and it's hard, you know, it's 18 miles. Um, you know, it's it's not up and down to sea level every time. You know, it's 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 not the biggest mountains in the Lake District. So, you know, you're not going over Scarfell Pike, um, but you are you are spending a good 10 hours on the fells. So it is hard on your knees. You know, we recommend taking walking poles. It's it's not a race. And I think that's something that makes it more achievable for people and they don't feel threatened. Um, you know, it, it, it's everybody encourages um, those that are at the back. It's not, it's not a race by any means and we don't time people. Um, but yes, over 10 hours, um, I mean, I think I've probably... I think I did it originally in six hours um, and yeah I was exhausted at the end of it um, and it was a really good challenge and I felt like I'd achieved a lot um, but yeah it's just uh, it's what we do and, and it's what we love and we just want everybody else to experience something that's uh, so enjoyable and, and, and often although people find it extremely hard and you know emotional doing the walk they carry on you know it doesn't stop them they they, they're looking for the next challenge afterwards so yeah. yeah and um during those 18 miles that you were talking about those 10 hours of walking or however many hours it takes people are there any sort of habits or things that people do along the way either that you did when you were doing it or sort of the people taking part that encourages people to keep going or to switch their mindset to be more positive or to rest their feet <laughs> I think um I think the thing with with walking for such a distance as, as well you know you're contending with the Lake District weather which we never know what it's going to be like from one day to the next but you know um over the years we've had extreme heat which is obviously a big problem trying to keep hydrated um it's really hard on your knees so we we recommend poles as I say um, there's, we have marshals on each peak, so we have loads of cheering and we, we, have, we give people cake on the top of each peak just to keep them going. And that's a real motivation. And I think most people, it's still small enough our event. We, we usually have about 500 people who walk the 10 peaks, um, you know, get behind the event and understand the story behind it and why we're doing this and why we want to find a cure um, and they, you know, they've become friends and they've got to know Duncan and, well, most people, you know, originally knew Duncan, but now we've developed and people come from all over the country. You know, they know, they hear and understand about Dunk's battles with MS and everybody else's. And a lot of people know other people with MS. You know, there's some, you know, everybody kind of knows somebody. So when they're walking those peaks, we really try to, you know, they they remember, look, come on, we're doing this because some people can't do this. And yes, it's uncomfortable. And yes, it can be, you know, hard work, slogging your way up another hill and another hill. But, you know, the achievement and the money being raised and the fact that you're doing it and it really is making Dunk and everybody else in the MS community feel really, really happy that people care and, you know, that there is hope. And, and that's, that's a huge mes message for us. It's awareness and hope. It's massive. And talking about the inspiration behind this challenge, you've raised six hundred more than £650,000 for MS Society UK. That's absolutely huge. And I can imagine over the past 11, 12 years, you've built up a really good relationship with the charity. So have you ever heard 
or sort of being able to see the impact of this money that has been raised each year through the tenant? Yeah, no, absolutely. We've um, we've we've worked very very closely with the MS Society um, ever since the beginning, and uh, we've been lucky enough to um, visit uh, various scientists that are working on projects that we believe will hopefully one day find the the cure for MS. So, um, we're heavily involved in um, you know meeting meeting the scientists. Um, and, and finding out about the work they're doing and, and targeting our money to specific research um, projects. Um, and, you know, we believe the, the cure is um, through remyelination um, of the damaged cells um, in the brain and spinal cord. So that's where our fundraising money goes. So, yeah, we, we've even had uh, some of the leading scientists in the world come come to walk the event um, because we've been, you know, funding their research and, we can see the progress that's been made over the 10 years, which is something you never expect to see, really. So we we really are, um, you know, really positive and hopeful about the future. And uh, we know that we're, we're doing it for the good of uh, the whole MS community. So, yeah, and anybody that gets involved. And we do have an easier route as well. We have a, a, fa- a family five in five, which is... Uh, you know, something that some people may wish to start with rather than go straight for the 10. Um, but it's just about getting involved, being part of a, a great um, local event. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think it just it changes people's perceptions of what they can do as well. And it, it gives them a sense of, you know, I've done something good here. And, it, you know, it, it just it helps everybody, really. It helps the charities. It helps it helps us hugely, Duncan. And, and as a family, you know, all the boys, I've got three boys um, and they're all very much involved on the day and helping me organise the event. So, um, you know, they, they do the family five and five with their granddad. It's a real family event. Um, and I think it affects so many people um, in so many ways. And, and it's a genuine friendship that's developed between lots and lots of people that do it. Um, and we have we have a couple that fly over from America each year because they went to school with one one of them went to school with Duncan, um, and they come over and do it. Um, it just it's amazing what people want to do for other people. It is amazing, and of course for themselves because they they obviously get a huge thrill out of completing something that they don't. A lot of people don't think they can do it, um, and they amaze themselves. You know they really do. Um, yeah just it's incredible the people that do it and those that come in after 10 hours well they're the biggest heroes because they've been out there even longer and even more it's been even more difficult for them yeah it's that sort of achievement of climbing 10 mountains isn't it and doing with with it all those people around you and I'm I'm imagining when the people reach the peak during this 10 in 10 I can imagine each peak is such a celebration because there's like you said there's the marshals and it's sort of one down one step closer to getting to that finish line and sort of com- doing what you had committed to to raise money yeah. no it's it's a whole it's a whole experience it's a whole support network as well that you've got there um and you know you go in a team so you've you sometimes got somebody that may be a bit slower somebody might be struggling on one of the hills and you just have to make sure that you all come come back together so i think it's a huge team building experience and you know you could end up falling out along the way if you both if you're struggling you know sometimes your emotions get the better of you you know but by the end of it you're hugging and crying together because you've achieved so much so 
um yeah and and you know we it's something for everybody because we do have people that run it and we do have people last year we had a guy that did it uh, barefoot for some reason but anyway he loved that and um you know it commanded lots of sponsorship and he had a great day and you know to be able to put your mind to doing 10 peaks in the Lake District barefoot is pretty incredible I think um so yeah so we do have some brilliant stories come out of it so yeah, 18th of June this year. So we're looking forward to it. I was just about to say, so 2022, the 10 in 10 challenge is still going ahead. So 18th of June, is it? What do people, what can people do if they are listening to this and interested to get involved? Well, first of all, yeah, the first thing to do is go and have a look at our website, which is 10in10.org.uk. Um, on there, you will find, first of all, loads of gorgeous pictures of the Lake District and the walk and the route. So that's really, really nice. Um, and you find out a lot more detail about the actual day. It's based um, near Keswick in the Newlands Valley. Um, and the base is the Swinside Inn, um, which is a great location for the start and finish of the event. And we have a big, uh, we have live music at night and a real, you know, um, good good party at the end so in a good celebration um so go to the website you can enter online enter your team online um if you don't want to do something quite so strenuous but still want to challenge we've got the family five in five um again we say family because we've had um seven-year-olds do five peaks as well as a 92-year-old do five peaks so again so many inspirational people doing these works because the five peaks is still a good challenge Definitely. And one thing we at Smiley Movement, we sort of talk about um, scaling out good ideas as well as um, scaling up like you've definitely done with 10 and 10. Um, So this hugely um, successful fundraising event has been, well, it's enabled you to raise so much money for a charity which is really close to your heart. I wonder what you would say to other people who, whether they're in a similar situation or a different situation or are feeling that pull to want to give back and do something um, and sort of jump on that idea of I want to um, put myself out there I want to do a challenge I want to do um, a fundraising activity would you have any advice for someone who's sort of at the beginning of that journey and would wants to commit to doing something well yeah I think the first thing to do is think about you know what charity you're interested in supporting if you do get in touch with the charity you'll have somebody um, you know, chatting to you who will really encourage you and help you with your idea so you won't just be kind of floundering around wondering what to do. So you can get really good ideas from people at the charities that will fully support you throughout the journey of fundraising. Um, if you, you know, want to start, I guess, a fundraising idea, you've got a, a concept and you've thought it through and talked with other people, just like anything, start small, keep it genuine and real and build it up slowly with the right people around you but I think once you decide you've just got to go with it because I I question myself every year am I doing the right thing is it going to be successful and each year surpasses my expectations um, and it surprises me every year which is silly really when it happens every year but just um, start small and just gradually build up but know that you know anything's possible because I never expected to be able to be doing this and uh, raising all this money you know I genuinely had no no bigger plan I just started small 
it is so nice when sort of people come together for a goal like this and i was going to ask what what does it mean to duncan after so you started this in 2010 and we're in 2022 now and you're planning this year's event you've raised a lot of money for charity but like you said you've also learned a lot within yourselves and managed to stay positive um how does he sort of reflect on the past decade of these 10 in 10 challenges um i think he's you mean you'd have to speak to him about that but he he does write blogs as well which are very very clear that's when we normally get to hear about what what he's really thinking um but he it's quite a he's, he's um very unassuming Duncan he still can't understand why people would want to go through so much torture as he says it to walk 10 peaks you know with with a view to doing something so good for, and people do say they're doing it for him we know they're doing it for charity but you know, he 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 still can't really see what an absolute inspirational hero he is because he doesn't. You don't always feel like that, do you? But he is a very positive person, and because of his positivity and attitude to life, it's made us all, me included, get on with what we do and why we do it. So yeah, I think that's yeah. Where is that? He he he, he can't quite believe. I don't think that people care so much. Um, the so the title of our podcast is define optimism and this is sort of a phrase that we we see in people like you and the incredible um, fundraisers who are, are dedicated to a cause so when you hear one question we ask our all our guests is when you hear the phrase define optimism what does that mean to you and I know we've spoken a bit about mindset and positivity which sort of relates to this defiance but um, yeah what does that mean to you? Oh gosh, define optimism. Um, I guess when when things keep <laughs> kind of not quite going to plan, you you just you just keep hoping and believing that things will be okay, and you have to set yourself goals and and, and head for them. So defiant is yes, yeah. You just pig headedness almost. I'm going to do this. So yeah. I'm going to just get on with it. Like like you have to when you have to go up 10 mountains. You you know, you hate it at times. It's hard work, but you just know that you've got to get on with it. So, yeah, <laughs> defiant optimism and you know it's going to be great when you've finished it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I think you're right that when people are doing things like this, even when, when people are running marathons, it's not easy. And I'm sure a lot of people hate these physical challenges that they put themselves through, but it's that sort of reward at the end that, makes it worthwhile oh definitely and it, well it is absolutely you have to focus on the end you know and I, I go out running most mornings and I'm always focused on my coffee at the end of it at home <laughs> well thank you so much for um get, letting us into um the 10 in 10 challenge and how it all came about so it's in June this year if people want to sign up um they can head to your website is there anything else people should know about taking part in the 10 and 10 um no, just please step out and come along. Just just give it a go. As I say, you're all welcome and, you know, we'll give you lots of tips on training. Uh, I know it's not, not everybody lives in mountainous areas, but we do, you know, encourage you to get up mountains beforehand. Um, but we can, you know, I'm happy to chat to anybody on the phone. I love talking to people about the event. So, um, you know, just have a look at the website first of all and we can take it from there. Well, thank you so much for being a guest and um, thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Thank you.
And thank you all for listening. If you are inspired to take part in the 10 in 10 challenge, do go on the website and find out more. It sounds like an incredible event and one that anyone of any age can take part in, as Yvonne said. Plus, you might be able to help them reach their goal of raising £1 million for the MS Society. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, rate and share it with someone else who may need some inspiration in their lives. And if you're looking for some more positivity, head to our website, smileymovement.org, where you can get your daily dose of smiley news or find out more about our solutions-focused live events, Smiley Talks. Thanks for listening.